Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded August 15th, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, a few thoughts on the composition of the snapback in stocks, where the earnings band-aid may have been ripped off in small cap, and the thing that caught our eye in last week's University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey. Three big things you need to know. First, low quality has worked within large cap recently, something that's frustrating investors but actually began for small cap back in June and typically happens after stocks have found their mid-recession lows. Second, we've been getting asked by small cap investors about where the earnings sentiment has been most depressed within the Russell 2000. Similar to what we've seen in large cap, within small cap, it's been a number of key consumer tech and cyclical groups. And third, what jumped out the most in terms of our sentiment indicators last week is that consumers of all political affiliations are feeling a bit better in August, helping consumer sentiment stabilize in the University of Michigan survey. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major platforms. Now the details. Let's start with takeaway number one. Low quality is starting to work within large cap again. Last week, we got an earful about how frustrated investors are with the snapback in stocks and the composition of the rally. Our charts of the week highlight how the low quality trade, low ROE, negative earners, and highly shorted names, has recently and suddenly started to outperform within the Russell 1000 after an extended period in which the higher quality versions of these factors were in the driver's seat. While we understand the frustration that many investors feel, since few active managers like to market themselves as stewards of low-quality stocks, we think it's important to keep two things in mind. First, while high quality tends to outperform over time, low quality tends to outperform coming out of recessions within large cap. And second, a low-quality bias to performance already started within small cap back in June. What's happening in large cap right now is a broadening, not a beginning. While we have a great deal of sympathy for the pain many institutional investors are feeling right now, the fact that this tenet of the historical recession recovery playbook is playing out leaves us feeling more confident that mid-June may end up being the market low. What's playing out right now is simply what happens after stocks make their mid-recession lows. Moving on to takeaway number two. In terms of top questions, we've been getting asked by small cap investors about where earnings sentiment has been most depressed within the Russell 2000. Similar to what we found in large cap, it's been a number of key consumer tech and cyclical groups within small cap. Last week, the charts that were catching the most attention in our meetings and calls with investors highlighted which industries within the Russell 1000 universe have looked most beat up on the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions. As a reminder, this is a stat that we watch closely for the broader U.S. equity market and is something that we view as an important gauge of earnings sentiment. At about 32% recently, in line with non-tech bubble, financial crisis, and pandemic lows, this gauge of earnings sentiment has been telling us that it's gotten hit quite hard, even though the downward revisions to earnings in dollar terms has seen rather mild. The list of large cap industries that look most washed out on this metric, i.e. those where one can argue that the earnings band-aid may have been ripped off, within the Russell 1000 has included things like metals and mining, semis, household durables, specialty retail, interactive media and services, and internet retail. There's a list of about 11 groups in total that we've been highlighting. And as we've walked through this analysis, our small cap clients have been asking us what groups within the Russell 2000 fit this criteria. The list is similar to what we see in large cap with representation from tech, consumer, and cyclicals. But the list in small cap is also a bit longer. 
It includes things like internet retail, semis, and specialty retail, which we've been talking about in large cap as looking deeply depressed on earnings sentiment. But it also in small cap includes things like airlines, hotel, restaurant, and leisure, auto components, consumer finance, leisure, and machinery. Note that we aren't making any kind of fundamental call on these groups. We'll leave that to our industry analysts. What we're saying simply is this. From a quant perspective, investors looking for deep value or contrarian opportunities or those in which the most negativity has already been baked in from an earnings perspective can use this list of groups as a starting point for further analysis. We'll wrap up with takeaway number three. Consumers of all political affiliations were feeling better in August, and signs of recovery continued in our sentiment at barometers last week. On Friday, the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey came out. We've been keeping a close eye on how consumers with different political affiliations have been feeling in this survey, since Republicans have been feeling much, much worse than Democrats in it, and the midterms are coming up later this year. What caught our eye last week was that consumers of all political affiliations, Democrats, Republicans, and independents, all saw their sentiment stabilize a little bit. This broad-based improvement makes sense to us given the decline in gas prices we've seen recently, which interestingly has occurred alongside some modest stabilization in Biden's approval numbers generally. The modest but broad recovery in the Michigan sentiment data echoes what we're seeing in the investor sentiment indicators we track, the AAII Retail Investor Survey, CFTC's data on asset managers' future positioning, Bitcoin, the equity put call ratio, as well as the VIX. Modest signs of healing after extreme pessimism emerged are starting to be seen in all of these indicators in recent weeks. Although the S&P 500 ended last week a little above our 4,200 target, and we remain concerned about the potential for some renewed volatility in the months ahead due to earnings expectations that still seem too high in dollar terms and building uncertainty about the midterms, on balance, we still ended the second week of August feeling like we belong in the constructive camp on stocks. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, for thoughts on specific sectors from RBC's team of industry analysts. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives. Thank you.